It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are locked on the Washington football team with the Locked on Washington football team podcast. David Harrison is out tonight when he's not here. You can check him out covering the Washington football team for SI.com's Fan Nation. I'm Chris Russell, one half of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Team 980, Monday through Friday from 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The Washington football team flagship radio station where you can hear this Sunday's game Week one of the NFL season against the Los Angeles Chargers. Coverage all day. Kick at one from FedEx Field, where I'll be on Sunday. On Twitter, you can follow me at Russellmania621. You can follow David at DHarrison82. And you can follow the podcast at LockedWFTPod. Coming up on today's show, which is free and available on all platforms, Tanya Snyder, the wife of Dan Snyder and co-CEO, she finally breaks her silence and speaks to Adam Schefter. We'll have some early reaction to that. An early look at the Los Angeles Chargers, the week one opponent for the WFT. And what could DeAndre Carter's role be this Sunday? All of that and much more right here on LOWFT. Guys, the NFL season, of course, is just about to begin, and nobody covers it like the Locked On Podcast Network. Now through September the 8th, which is today, if you're listening on Wednesday. Locked On's Ultimate Season Preview is taking you through every team and every division with the help of Odyssey's Ross Tucker and Jason Locken Forum. Follow the Ultimate Season Preview 2021 feed on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast to tune in beginning on August the 30th, which, of course, is long gone now. All right, so Tanya Snyder. Speaking to Adam Schefter on the Adam Schefter podcast on ESPN. And it was about a 23, 24 minute interview. And Tanya Snyder has not done any of these. Um, I, I've only met Tanya a couple of times. Uh, I was near her at training camp um, as she was greeting fans and, and throwing t-shirts and all that stuff. Uh, I met her. We did a charity event together way back in 2010. I have met her at a couple of other charity events, uh, but just quick high and by type things. I don't know her well, obviously, uh, and I'm not going to pretend to know her well or her thinking. Um, she was interviewed by Adam, uh, and you know she said she's a big fan of, of Schefter, and you know, she listened, and you know she she finds you know the conversation interesting. I mean, I don't quite honestly know what she knows and, and doesn't feel about football. I mean, obviously, when you're married to Dan Snyder, um, you know before he buys the team that football is a passion of his. <clears throat> and then you know that basically over the last 22 years, that is his passion. That is his business. That is his baby. That is what he is. Uh, and he's horribly mismanaged it, as we know. Uh, and she's kind of set idly by 
and raised her family uh, and done tremendous work on a charitable level uh, and dealt with cancer uh, and did a lot of good things that, you know, unfortunately don't get as much attention as they deserve. What gets attention is all the losing, all the dysfunction, all the dumpster fires, all the soap opera stuff, you know, that her husband has helped create, right? Not by himself, but he has helped create. He has helped foster. And of course, over the last year, year and a half, it hit a completely different level uh, with the Washington Post reporting and all of the uh, incidents and mis- um, treatment of employees, both past and present, uh, at the team facility and around the organization, the intimidation, the fear, uh, the sexual innuendo, all of that stuff. And basically one of the quotes, um, and and I, I give a tip of the cap to my buddy John Kime of ESPN because he put a couple of these quotes out to make it easy for me to uh, just grab because I'm still trying to listen to the actual whole interview is that Tanya said she was horrified. She said she tried to stop reading it all because it became too much and too ridiculous. It puts me wanting to dig my heels in stronger and get off the bench, stand up, and just go into action mode. She called, you know, the last year, year and a half, one of the most difficult years in our family's lives. Now, you know, here's what I would say. Um, you know, there is no denying that obviously the last year and a half has been brutally difficult for, you know, just about every American family and individual. Uh, and, and really around the world, obviously, dealing with the coronavirus and all of that stuff. And, you know, the, the many, 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 many issues and problems that come with that, right? You know, particularly for Tanya now, she has been dealing with of course, the name change, which then fueled and led into the Washington Post's reports and all of the speculation, all of the, the guesswork, all of the Twitterati uh, that accused her husband and, and reported and, and hinted at, you know, many other things <clears throat> that ultimately did not get um, to the surface, you know, whether they happened or they did not happen. I don't know. I do not know. Um, but they didn't get reported by the Washington Post who used every resource in their veritable wealth to dig and uncover <coughs> everything. So there's no doubt that Tanya has been through a lot, right? She's had to shield her kids. You know, her daughter, I, I think she goes to, uh, I'm pretty sure she goes to college now. I'm pretty sure about that. Uh, I believe Notre Dame. Uh, and her son is, you know, uh, obviously um, a young man. And, you know, you want to protect your kids. They don't want to read bad stuff about their dad. I mean, I can't imagine what kind of bubble they have to live in to not hear it, right? Now, that bubble is, you know, Look, it's a it's a, it's a very wealthy bubble. Let's put it that way, right? Uh, they they haven't had to struggle like other kids have had. But when you hear your dad get absolutely bashed upside the head, it, it can't possibly be easy, right? And Tanya's admitting, look, I tried to stop reading it all. So she's admitting 
Of course that she read it. Of course that she was horrified. Now she said it became too much and too ridiculous. I don't know what she means by that. I don't know if she means the reporting was ridiculous, the accusations were ridiculous. I don't know. I don't know if she thought it was a hatchet job, it was unfair to Dan. I'm not sure. Or if she thought just all of the behavior was ridiculous, which is what she probably should have thought, quite honestly. But Tanya, as a woman who has done a lot of great things for breast cancer, for cancer awareness in the NFL, in the Washington, D.C. community, you know, maybe she just didn't know exactly the scope of what was going on. It was almost like, don't ask, don't tell. Maybe she was truly unaware because she was never really in the building except for an occasional charitable event. I never saw, I mean, you know, I spent six years in the building 275 days out of the year. I never saw her outside of, you know, again, a Think Pink breast cancer awareness event. Maybe like one other charitable event during the year. She just wasn't there. Now, I mean, did she know what was going on? I, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't know. I can't say. I can't say. Uh, she said uh, elsewhere in the interview, per kind, the pain from our family, from my children, just a lot of tough times. As you know, the media. Everyone can say whatever. When you don't have a voice, people can say whatever, and that has been the case. Well, look, um, I, I would say this. The media here, the media that covers the football team on a day-in, day-out basis has been very respectful and ultimately um, kind in terms of covering a dysfunctional tire fire. Now, if you're talking about pure talk show hosts and pure columnists uh, that don't have to necessarily answer the bell every day and face the people that they're... You know, the, the, certainly there were some unfair cheap shots. And maybe there were some deserving cheap shots. I'm sure that, you know, healthy dose of both. But to say that you are voiceless or that you don't have a voice and people can say whatever and that has been the case, that's not quite true. At any one point, Dan could have talked. Dan could have corrected the record. Dan could have done a lot of things. She could have. Dan could have. They didn't. That has to be pointed out. Whether she's right, wrong, I mean, there's no doubt the media has been unfair. There's no doubt the fan base has been unfair, you know, maybe to her and her, her kids and her husband. But I mean, you know, part of it is the fact that Dan, quite honestly, has hidden from a lot of the responsibility that his business practices have created. One more thing she uh, said in particular, well, two more things. She said she has a mama bear instinct, which, you know, Again, she should, okay? She said, quote, we could have easily ran away and had been fine and sailed away drinking pina coladas. That's not who we are and that's not what I want to teach my kids. That's both good and bad, right? No, you couldn't have really easily ran away. I mean, I guess you could have sold the team and gone off 
the coast of France, but not own the team and do that because that's essentially what Dan did for parts of 20 years, except when he wanted to make draft picks and set up an environment that superstar players could usurp the coach's power. So if we're talking about just recently, like within the last year, year and a half, running away, sure. She, I guess she could have done that. But I, I mean, I, you know, I guess just left Jason Wright to fend for himself. But I mean, you only kind of do that if you're going to sell the team, right? I mean, at some point, you got to face the music. At some point, you've got to try and fix what's wrong and, and what's been woefully wrong. So, I mean, it is good that she's obviously choosing to speak. She's choosing to get involved. She has been involved. She has been very involved over the last year plus. Very involved. Uh, I tell this story a lot. I've told it here on this podcast. I was told right before training camp by somebody that I trust, somebody that I know, somebody that knows the situation, that Tanya has basically told Dan, hey, look, you screwed up. You did this. Now it's time to reverse it. Shut up. Take a back seat. Relax. I got it. Now, that doesn't mean everything's going to get fixed and everything's going to be hunky-dory, but I think you can already see a change in the environment. All right, guys, it is that time of the year again, and all eyes are now turning to professional football. As teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season, as always, Bet Online is your number one sport for all the pro and, of course, college football action, which is already well underway. Get all the updated odds, props, contests, including the online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest Open right now at Bet Online. Head to the website, use your mobile device, sign up today, receive your 100% welcome bonus, and be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo, making a bet on Thursday night's game. That's just a day away or so. September the 9th, season opener against the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you lose your wage, it'll be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Again, that's important. NFL100, new customers only. Bet online, fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, football, basketball, boxing, whatever you want. Your favorite Vegas casino games, get in now. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Use the promo code Locked On. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so one other final thing that uh, Tanya had to say, and we'll have some more reaction uh, to this, as, as, quite honestly, as I get more of a chance uh, to listen to this. All of this stuff happens, uh, and you don't even have a chance uh, to react because you've got to produce uh, an episode and you know got to get it out, so I can only go based on what I've had time to digest so far. And that is, she said... Eight final names do remain for Washington while basically focusing on the final three. And she said basically the Red Hogs, Defenders, Armada, 
presidents, brigade, commanders, Red Wolves, and Washington football team all still exist and that there is a final three and there were... So basically, she's saying that there is a final three, which is what Jason Wright basically said, uh, but he denied that those eight names that they flashed on the scoreboard at FedEx Field in a fan survey thing was the final eight. So for whatever that's worth, I mean, it is what it is, and you can take it as it is. Uh, we'll all find out together, right? Uh, and I'm sure they'll uh, find a way to make sure that Adam Schefter and Rappaport gets it first. All right, um, so that's the deal with that. Now, on to some football things. I was thinking after David and I talked about Curtis Samuel's return on the last episode uh, of the podcast, and of course we have Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday to get official injury reports and practice designations. I expect him to be limited all week. I expect him to play on Sunday. I expect it to be a limited role. Here's one thing that I don't think we got to on the last episode, and I've been wondering about. I wonder if DeAndre Carter's presence on this football team was partially because they didn't know whether Curtis Samuel would be ready. They didn't know what kind of role Curtis Samuel would be able to play, how much he would be able to handle, how much he would be able to absorb. And here's why I bring up DeAndre Carter. You know, he's a wide receiver, obviously. He's a kick returner. He can also return punts. So he might be active on Sunday with Dax Mill not active. We don't know yet, right? But DeAndre Carter, I think, is the closest player that I've seen that can mimic the role of Curtis Samuel. And what I mean by that is, I think you're going to see, if it goes down the way I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, you might see DeAndre Carter in a lot of, or in a few, jet sweep type situations. You might see DeAndre Carter in you know, quick slip screen type of uh, routes. You know, they're not necessarily going to ask him to run a bunch of nine routes and a bunch of posts and a bunch of deep digs and all that stuff. That's not what DeAndre Carter is here to do. He's here to help them on special teams returns, give them a juice, a, a jolt there uh, to give them some juice. And I truly believe while Curtis Samuel is getting healthy and getting to 100% football shape, remember, you know, the injury is the injury, that's one thing. He's been working out on his own and on the side for weeks now and finally participated in a team practice on Monday, Labor Day. Uh, and Will provided that there was no setbacks the rest of the week, right? But just because you're practicing doesn't mean you're in football shape. Doesn't mean you can handle a 60-plus snap load on offense. Maybe in a couple of weeks he might. But right now, hard to see. DeAndre Carter based on how I've seen them use him in training camp, OTAs, practice, a little bit in games, again, is that guy that I think can be not what Curtis Samuel is, but he can be basically a form of Curtis Samuel. Something to keep an eye on this Sunday and even next Thursday against the New York Giants. So that's something that I want you to keep... Um, you know, at your fingertips. And a real quick thing, the Chargers are coming to town, right? And, and there's a lot of talk about Justin Herbert and how good he is, and he is phenomenal. Remember, just like with Chase Young, they're one year into their NFL career. A lot can go wrong from here on out. Some can go right. A lot can go right. Maybe he'll be a Hall of Famer, but a lot can go wrong too. 
the bottom line is, is new coaching staff, we don't know what Justin Herbert's going to be in year two. Nobody really knows, right? I mean, you could talk about the magic and the performance and this and that and how surprising it was last year, and it was all good. And he's got some weapons, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. I mean, you know, he's got a new left tackle. I, I would watch out for that. Chase Young, Montez Sweat versus Rashawn Slater. Whew, that's going to be fun. Um, but we have no idea what Justin Herbert's going to be. We truly have no idea what Chase Young is going to be. Both can be great. Both can be eh. Both can be okay, good, but not great. I mean, we just don't know. Remember, one year, especially a COVID pandemic year, where there was no preseason, no preseason tape, no nothing, one year, as good as it was, great as it was, doesn't define a career for anybody. Just something to keep in mind. All right, we finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast in just a moment with a couple of picks from the Good Morning Football crew. And we'll tell you why once again, perhaps, in your eyes, maybe in my eyes, the Washington football team being snubbed. We will have that next. Guys, Built Bar is awesome. We tell you about Built Bar all the time. So many delicious flavors. The occasional limited time flavor. Uh, every Built Bar fan and customer has a different flavor that they like and that they're passionate about. Uh, as we told you, mine uh, is, you know, my absolute favorite is peanut butter brownie, but I love a bunch of the flavors. Again, I tell you about chocolate orange um, all the time, and it was so, so good. I ordered it again. I got a sample of it, and I ordered it. That's how good it was. What does that tell you? Salted caramel is awesome. Uh, if you like cherry, chocolate and cherry, right? I mean, where can you go? Chocolate raspberry. David's is mint brownie. That's good too. I love the peanut butter brownie though. There's nothing like a peanut butter brownie built bar because it's like the chocolate and peanut butter bar that you've always wanted again and again and again without the calories, the fat. And the sugar. As a matter of fact, only 130 calories to 180 calories per bar, depending on the type of bar. High in protein, 17, 18, 19 grams of protein, again, depending on the bar. Four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs. How can you beat that? Healthy, delicious, and soft and easy to chew, covered in 100% chocolate. Get your Built Bar now, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's the promo code 15, uh, LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Football season is back. Let's make the most of it with a better way to create your custom pool at RunYourPool.com. The premier sports ho uh, pool hosting service, Run Your Pool, makes it ridiculously easy to run a football pool with friends, family, or office mates. They offer dozens of formats, including Survivor, Pick'em, Squares, Margin, Confidence Pools, 33, and more. Run Your Pool hosts formats for NFL and college football, one-week games, full-season playoffs, or the Super Bowl. Unlike other fantasy sports platforms, Run your pool has options and settings to make it your own. You can even brand your pool for your local business, bar, or restaurant. Reconnect with friends and join nearly 2 million football fans to make every game action-packed this season. And now, check them out today and get $10 off at runyourpool.com slash locked on or use our promo code locked on at checkout anywhere 
everywhere in the world. Run Your Pool helps friends and colleagues compete. The NFL season is now. Start today at runyourpool.com slash locked on and have your pool up and running in minutes at runyourpool.com slash locked on. All right, wrapping up the Locked On Washington football team podcast right here uh, on this midweek edition as we count you down towards week one of the NFL season, which is underway Thursday night, of course, between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys, a game that has a lot of meaning, of course, not only in the NFC East, but across the NFL landscape. So here's how we wanted to finish up the show on this uh, edition. Uh, and again, David will be back, is expected to be back on the next um, edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Uh, and I will be taking that edition off because it'll be a crossover Thursday edition. Uh, or at least that's the plan right now, just so you guys know, and then we'll be back together again. All right. So the NFL Network Good Morning Football crew made some picks. David sent these over to me via text. Uh, and wanted me to pass these along in case you missed it. Uh, now, of course, um, Nate Burleson just left the show, so they have kind of a rotating fourth member. But Kyle Brandt and Peter Schrager are the two main guys. Uh, and they both, and they all made NFC picks. And here's how it looked Kyle Brandt picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Green Bay Packers, and the Seattle Seahawks to win the respective NFC divisions, along with the Dallas Cowboys. He picked the Bears, the Eagles, and the 49ers as his wildcard teams. Back to that in a sec. Peter Schrager picked the Giants to win the division, the Buccaneers, the Packers, and Sean McVay's LA Rams. However, Peter Schrager picked the Washington football team, the Seattle Seahawks, and the 49ers, to win the wild cards in the NFC. Michael Robinson, longtime NFL fullback, pro bowler, picked the Cowboys to win the division, the Bucks, the Packers, and the Rams. So everybody's got the Bucks. Two out of three got the Cowboys. None of the three picked Washington to win the division, and only one of the three picked Washington for a wild card spot because Robinson had his former team, the Seahawks, the Saints, and the 49ers as his three wild cards. All three analysts and hosts picked the 49ers to be their wild card team. So you have a lot of disrespect, if you will, for the Washington football team. Listen, these guys have no idea how the season is going to turn out. They make picks because it's fun and because they're told to do so, and it creates conversation. People act like these guys know what's going to happen and what's going to you know, go down. Listen, Peter Schrager's dialed in. He obviously talks to people. Kyle Brandt has some good connections. I know he does. Michael Robinson obviously knows a lot of people around the league. They have no idea. There's no way to know. No way to know. So don't take it that seriously. Don't get your dander up. It's just not worth it. It's really not worth it. Trust me, somebody's going to pick against your team. Somebody's going to pick your team. If you're that worried about it, go watch Mike Greenberg on ESPN. He loves the Washington football team this year. But yet, as we mentioned last week, his other analysts, they all picked the Cowboys. So, I mean, you know, you kind of rock and roll with it. You just kind of deal with it. All right? So we just wanted to pass that along. All right, so the schedule again is David uh, in with a crossover edition for the Thursday edition. 
as we look at the Chargers and preview the matchup, and then us back together again for the Friday edition. And then we'll be uh, dialed in on Sunday after the week one game between the Los Angeles Chargers and the Washington football team. Betting on the NFL. Or college football doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to be a part of the show, if you want to have your voice heard, 301-615-3577. That's 301-615-3577 for the voicemail line. Just please clearly identify yourself so we know who it's calling and so we can give you proper credit and properly address your questions. 301-615-3577. If you're a little nervous about the voicemail, you can email lockedwftpod at gmail.com. That's lockedwftpod at gmail.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Again, I'm Chris Russell. Uh, catch me and Pete Medhurst, Russell and Medhurst on the Washington football team flagship station on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And David Harrison is my normal co-host. He's out tonight. Should be back on the next episode. Read everything he's writing about your Washington football team at SI.com slash NFL slash Washington football. Appreciate you chopping by, spending some time with us, downloading and listening to the Locked On Washington Football Pete Team podcast, which is free and available on all platforms. And don't forget that. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast Free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.